to WIFE, Wife, Walk in Faith, Everyday Ministries. And you are listening to Dominique McGee. Glory to God. I am so excited for today's message. So let's go ahead and go before God correctly. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you for today. We thank you for life you have given us today. We thank you for the use of our limbs and our sound mind. Father God, we thank you for keeping us through the night. Father God, as we prepare for fellowship before thee, Father God, we ask that you remove the wedge, Father God, that will keep us from receiving the word. We ask that you saturate me with your spirit, Father God, that I may speak in truth, that you may minister to me and through me, Father God. That I may deliver your message to my sisters and brothers, Father God, and also receive it in my own spirit. Father God, remove the wedge of the enemy, Father God, that will keep us from receiving your word today. Touch the ears that hear, Father God, and allow it to be a saturation into the spirit of those, Father God, it is meant to be. Father God, let it be food. And to the spirit of those that it is meant to be. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I thank you for the opportunity for you to use me. It's glory to your name. Glory to your name. In the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord. Release the spirit upon me, Father God. And glory to your name. Glory to your name. And I give you the glory and the praise. I give you the glory and the praise. And I thank you for life today. I thank you, Father God, for waking me up. I thank you for feeding me. I thank you for covering my children. I thank you, God, for everything that you are doing, that you have done, and that is to come. Glory to your name. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. Today, I would like to touch on bases on some things. Not some things, some key points. But today, My message is, get the devil out of your ear. Is there a third voice in your relationship? Is there a third voice that is causing turmoil in your job? With your children? With your friendships? In your marriage? I come to give you the message today to get the devil out of your ear. Glory be to God. Glory in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. So, as we get into this, I wanted, I'm, I'm going to take it from Luke 4. today so I'll give you guys a bit of a time to get to it so while I get to it because I took some serious notes on this okay get the devil out of your ear this is amazing because I'm telling you guys he comes to steal kill lie and destroy He comes to feed you things that are not true and tell partialities in the truth. But today, we're going to get some key points and how to deal with this. So, then Jesus being filled with the Holy Spirit returned from the Jordan. And was led by the spirit in the wilderness, being tempted for 40 days by the devil. That is Luke 4. One. So let me continue. I'm going to, you know how I do. But today I'm going to read the word. Then I'm going to break it down and I'm going to give you the real. Are you ready? Let's get into it. And Jesus began being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being 40 days tempted of the devil. 
And in those days he did not eat nothing. And when they were ended, he afterwards hungered. And the devil said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, command this stone that it be made bread. And Jesus answered him, saying, It is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but every word of God. And the devil, taking him up to a high mountain, showed him unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said unto him, All this power I will give thee and the glory of them. For that is delivered unto me, and to whomsoever I will, I will give it. And thou therefore will worship me, all shall be thine. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shall thy serve. And he brought him to Jerusalem, and set him on a pentacle, of the temple and said unto him if thou be the son of God cast thyself down from hence for it is written he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee and in their hands they shall bear thee up he said any time thy dash thy foot against a stone and Jesus answered said unto him it is said thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God and the devil had ended all the temptation he departed from him for a season, and Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit. And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit unto Galilee, and there went out a fame of him through all the regions around about. Yes, yes, glory to God, glory to God. So, yes, as you can take it, we are going deep into the story of Jesus after he got baptized. Of Jesus after the Holy Spirit descended upon him and... um. The heavens opened and God spoke. So, let's go deep into the text. Okay, I'm going to go back. Then Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit in the wilderness, being tempted for 40 days by the devil. Now, you have to remember this. After the dove descended, the devil came. Key point. After the blessing came, the trials began. Immediately after Christ's baptism, he went into the wilderness to be tempted. Yet Christ is victorious. And he paved the way for us to be victorious as well by following his example when he faced the devil head on. For example, the way Christ handles the wave of spiritual attack shows us how we should also handle our own tests and trials and temptations and battles. Applying ourselves as Christ. See, in this, immediately after Christ's Christ baptism, he, was, went, he, was, he went into the wilderness to be tempted. You have to know 40 days, 40 nights, no food. I'm hungry. But it wasn't until after the 40 days and 40 nights that the devil came to him. So it's, it's like this. Anytime you have an encounter with God, the devil is sure to follow. Have you ever had a time when God intervened in your life? Or blessed you? And right after you were tempted with an evil thought or an evil desire, right after you left church, right in the parking lot of the church, right after a prayer session, right after telling God you wouldn't do it anymore, you, weren't, you, you were going to change your mind and your behavior. Have you not experienced right after that a direct run-in 
See, after God's grace descends upon you, the devil comes to tempt you. After he blesses you, here comes the trial and the tribulations. These are the points where Christ showed us how to handle these things. How to go about these things because this is why Christ was sent in the flesh. This is where Christ shows us how to activate the power by using the authority of God and using the word of God. Now, we know that Christ hungered. Most of us can't go hours without a meal, let alone 40 days, 40 whole nights. Every 15 minutes, I'm checking the refrigerator, so I I know it's good. I don't know how that's going to work out for me. So, first let me say, but let me let me let me say this. God's grace upon us does not give us the right to abuse his power, but the fact that he gives us his grace does not does not say that we are failing in the spirit. It indicates that we are on the right path, that we are doing the right thing, that we, that God is with us when we find ourselves in a trial, in the midst of the blessings, tribulations, suffering, tempted situations. Is your opportunity to defeat the flesh and give victory to the spirit in the name of Jesus. But see, this is where Jesus doesn't use his own name. He uses God. Jesus has come to fulfill prophecy. He has come to walk here in the land and living in the flesh. Being born out of a womb, but yet the purest, because he is of the spirit in the flesh, which is God in the flesh. God's spirit is the comforter, but In this crisis come. John the Baptist, his cousin, had to step down. But he also had to fulfill prophecy. So in this prophecy, it was to to baptize Jesus and start Jesus' journey. So, as Jesus gets baptized... I, the devil was lurking. He was listening and watching. As the heavens opened and the dove and the Holy Spirit descended upon Christ as a dove. He was watching as the grace fell from the heavens. He was listening as God's voice thundered across the heavens. This is my son and whom I am well pleased. He took an account for the moment. And as he took account for the moment. He took account that it was his chance. Because he knows. That the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak. He knows that that is. Jesus Christ and he is the son of God and all his splendor and all of his glory but he knows that flesh is weak and that at some degree 
We all will fall short to our flesh. Your sins against God is in your flesh. And your actions and your thoughts and your behaviors in the flesh. So behold you wrestle not against flesh and blood. But principalities of darkness. Workers of iniquity. And the high and low places. So what you know is. What is at play against Christ's flesh? The devil. So now he has waged war against the blessing of Christ for us. He has waged war against Christ fulfilling the ability to walk uprightly and righteously. Righteously. As the Christ in the flesh among men. So he deceits to attack Christ's flesh. First, we're definitely going to get into this. I want to give it to you like this. Just as Christ was tempted, so shall we be tempted. And in these moments, we must remain strong and faithful as Christ to God. We must not let that third voice overpower our voice or God's voice. See, the enemy, you got to remember this in the beginning That third voice came between Adam and Eve. Speaking deceitful lies into Eve. Which caused her to err. Which caused her husband to err. Which caused a domino effect in society. Through generation to generation to generation. Removing them from the garden. Removing them from the full covering. The surmountable um, um, abundance, the pureness was now tainted due to the third voice, due to the devil being in her ear. So before I get into this, I want you to be able to understand it is a day to day battle. Rewriting your mind, rewriting your, your, the way you speak, the way you walk, the way you handle people. It's carrying your cross daily, picking up your cross daily, making the daily decision to be as Christ, to live as Christ, to walk as Christ and to abide in the ways and the things that Christ did, denying your flesh daily. I go through it all every day with the things that I end up speaking. Because I have a thing where when I get upset, I just can't stop the flow of the filthy words. And I have to say, God, forgive me. Help teach me to put a muzzle over my mouth. Or immediately after I get up off of my knees. I get word of a bad situation that causes me to go from prayer to praise to profanity. And then I backtrack myself and I'm like, look at me. God, forgive me. Help me to take control over my my anger before I speak. Put a muzzle over my mouth. Because just that quick. I sinned. Just that fast. I sinned. Now. 
Remember, resist, resist the devil and he will flee. And resisting the devil is going to take a lot more than, God, please help him go away from me, Lord. I don't want to do it. It's going to take the same effort that you put in yourself to go down that route, to get out that route. If you're committing adultery, the same effort to go and sleep with this person, you got to put that effort in not to sleep with this person. If you are stealing the same effort that you put in to steal, to not steal, to lie, you must be mindful of the things that come out of your mouth, which means being mindful of the things that come to your mind. Nip it at the bud. So shall a man think, so shall he is. Be careful because your mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a mind can take you to a terrible place. If you don't use it and control yourself within your mind, you will begin to live out of control because of your mind. And the same goes for your mouth. If you don't pay attention and Control what comes out of your mouth. You will be living in accountability for the things that you speak of. Just that fast you have sinned. And I go through this with myself. So I spend a lot of time in quiet. Trying to, um, for a lack of a better word, not say anything. Because if I don't have anything nice to say, it's best that I don't say nothing. Because even if I try to dress it up and find a, a good way to say it, it just, mm-mm. I, man, I don't know what them people got going on. And mm, Jesus take the wheel and then it's going to go on and on and on and on and on. And then before you know it, I'm going to be talking cash money. Sinning again. Letting my mouth and my mind run its course. Instead of being self-disciplined. So. Let's break this down. I, I, I broke it down in three, four keys. But I'm going to give you um, the main points today out of my studies. Um. The first, the first hard hitting uh, um, um, method of tempting us is pleasing self, self pleasing, self desires, self fulfillment. It, it, but what I mean by this is operating within your own physical desires and wants. Now, let's go back to the word and look and see. Let, let, let's go in, into this. Jesus being filled with the Holy Spirit returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Being 40 days tempted. In those days, he ate nothing. And when 40 days ended, he afterwards hungered. The devil said, if you be the son of God, command the stone that it be made bread. Like I said, he was lurking. He was listening. And now he presents him with the opportunity. I know you're the son of God. I know that you have the authority in you to turn this stone into bread. So because you can do it, let's just do away with the fact that God provides all needs. And let's just provide the need that we have to fulfill our stomach right now, Jesus. I know you hunger. I tempted you for 40 days. 
40 nights. And now you think it's over? Yeah, I'm just getting started. Now you being the son of God, turn this stone into bread. Can you imagine the massive rumble in Jesus' stomach? The weakness in his bones. In his flesh. How weak he is. Hunger pains and headaches. Looking at everything. Looks good. And I know, I imagine for a second, the stone probably did look like a piece of bread. Satan was saying, supply your own need. Use that authority and that power. Use all that God has given you to please yourself. That's what the power is for. That's who you are, are you not? The son of God? What you got any business being hungry for? Just turn the stone into bread. Cancel out the fact that God provides all needs. Cancel out. God's mission. For your own. Put your stomach. Before your spirit. Now. flesh is eager to sin it's prone to sin knowingly unknowingly reactively instinctively God's word tells us let no man say he is tempted by God for all things that men are tempted by are those which are common unto men and then in this sense the devil approached Jesus with hunger in his flesh Jesus, you don't go on too far without eating. The maximum days is about seven. You managed to go 40 whole days for nothing. Nothing. The devil taunted Jesus about being the son of God. And having favor from God. He approached him. To abuse his power. To feed his own physical desire and needs. To disregard that God will provide all needs and use that. To give his self bread. And not to wait on God. He's in his ear. You hungry Jesus? You hungry Jesus? All that praying and you still hungry Jesus? Does it look like you'll make another day, Jesus? Quit while you're ahead. You the son of God anyway. If I was you, I'd be turning them rocks to bread instead of praying. Strengthening your spirit. When it ain't your spirit that's bothered. It's your stomach right now, Jesus. He basically wanted him to fulfill his physical hunger and abuse his power. Cross God. Satisfy his own self. Because he had the power to. The authority within him to. He didn't want him to pay any attention to the the consequences or the recovery. <laughs> Excuse me. Or the recup recup. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
or the recuption. You know what I mean, guys. I'm sorry. It's a hard word for me to say. Or the repercussions that he may that may be behind that may be behind this action of selfishness. He wanted him to. Okay, I like this thing with, with my job where we can get the items now and pay for them later. And as I was reading this, God dropped it in my spirit, in my studies that he wanted him to have the kind of attitude where get what you want now and faith. Don't worry about the consequences or the repercussions. Don't worry about what might come with it. Just know you're hungry. Tell God you're hungry. As with Eve in the garden. He lied. He said that God had lied. That surely they would not die if they ate from the tree of life. But God didn't want them to know that he was going, they were going to be like him. Have knowledge of good and bad. He was in our ear. Now he's all in Jesus' ear. But Jesus stood. He did not allow the taunting of the devil in his ear to cause him to sin against God. But he replied, man shall not live by bread alone. But every word that comes out of God. And in this, shutting the devil down, speaking in authority of God in the flesh of man. Let me say this again. In this, he shut the devil down. Whoa. I'm not speaking to you as the son of God right now. I'm speaking to you and in the flesh that man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceedeth out of God's mouth. So no matter that my flesh is hungry, but I will feed my spirit off of every word. See, Jesus tells us, it's, don't pay too much attention to your stomach more than your spirit. Go hungry in the flesh to feed your spirit sometimes. Sacrifice the flesh to build the strength in the spirit. By the word of God. But every word of God. And. He shut the devil down. Because he's spoken the authority of God in the f- and in the flesh of a man. He's right there. He showed us. Hold on. How to shut the devil down. When he rises up in your ear. Scriptures. Prayer. Equals scriptures. Equals power. But when faced in temptation. He's telling us to stand in the authority of God. Now we got him. And stand in the word of the living God. Let the devil have the truth. And shut him down. And in this, he unfolded. An example. When we face these situations. How to deal with the devil when he's in our ear. How to use the authority of God. In our flesh. And the only way to use the authority of God in our flesh. Is to deny the flesh and live in a spirit. 
feed the spirit and not the flesh. So when the flesh rises against the spirit, in the flesh you can speak and the authority of the Holy Spirit, which is given to you, and the authority in the blood of Christ, which is given to you, and in the authority of the Almighty, which is given to you, to face the devil head on, to claim victory, to tell him not today, devil who. I am a child of God and I rebuke thee and I cast thee out back into the gates of hell from which thee came. Thou shalt not tempt the child of God. You put him in his place. Jesus used the word of God as his primary weapon against temptation. And like I said, prayer plus the word of the living God equals power. But when faced in a spiritual battle, when faced in temptation, declaring the blood of Jesus, standing in the authority of God, and with the Holy Spirit, you are giving the authority in the word to cast out devils, to rebuke him, to send him back from which he came. For the Lord rebuketh him. Now, a second method that he often gets many, many, many of us over and over and over again is detours. Taking a shortcut, a detour, gaining victory with no sacrifice. Wanting to do, wanting to have, wanting to receive, but not wanting to put the work in. Finding a, a different way. Outside of God's way. Outside of God's plan. The devil took Jesus up on a high mountain and showed him all of the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. Here in Luke, it tells us that the devil tried to offer Christ a detour, showing Christ a different outcome, hoping that it may appeal to Christ's human nature. He... Christ knowing that he is here to fulfill prophecy. That he is here to die for us, to suffer for us, to teach us, and to actually defeat the devil in the flesh. That we may walk behind him in example. For he has already defeated death and the keys of hell are there on the right hand side of God in heaven with him. So, his path, he knew that he was going to suffer, that he was going to get beaten and mocked and spit on and ridiculed for our sins, for our wrong. And he knew that it would ultimately end to his crucifixion. But it's not his way, but his father's way, but God's way. But the devil offered 
Christ, a different version of his story. But in this version of glory that is God's, the devil wants for himself. He speaks to Christ to offer him this world in exchange that Christ worshipped him. If only once you get down on your knees. Notice he's not asking him to serve him because all it would take is for Christ to worship him. Then all of his bidding would be to serve him. His path, his direction would no longer serve God's purpose. He tempted him with this world. All of the kingdoms of this world which were given to him, delivered to him. They are under his control and his power and they're his and he can give them to whom he desires. So now he offers Christ. He's replaying Christ's story. Look at your story. If you die for the human race and give them your life in return, they receive eternal life, salvation and redemption for their sins. But all you receive is death, torture, suffering for them. Can you imagine that Satan is telling him he's not going to make it easy? But if you would rule this world, I would give you the crown of this world. Do away with the crown of thorns that you may receive your glory in heaven. Do away with the humans and rule over them. All you need be is to worship me. Bow down your knee now and worship me. And all of this is yours. And in this, Christ did not deny that the devil had the power to give him all of the kingdoms. For the word tells us that Satan was the God of the age in 2 Corinthians. It might be 4 3, I think, 4 4, four or 4 3. He was the prince of the power of the air, Ephesians 2 2. In this, the devil wanted the satisfaction of Christ bowing down to him, submitting to him, serving him, serving his purpose, denying God and his purpose. Because that act would have done just that. He wanted to take God's plan and, and modify it into devils and, and Jesus' new life, new age plan. See, why wait to heaven to get your crown? Why wear a crown of thistles on, on this earth, of thorns on this earth when you can be crowned here? You can rule over all of the kingdoms here. You don't have to suffer. Here. If only you worship me. But Jesus replied. Get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt not, thou shalt worship the Lord God, and him only shalt thou serve. Let me repeat that, excuse me. Jesus replied, 
Get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord God, and him only shalt thou serve. Jesus told the devil to get out of his ear. Get away from him. Get behind him. Meaning, go away. Do away with your plans. And your deceitfulness. Once again, Christ uses the authority within him. Speaking the word of God once again as his primary weapon against the devil. Christ spoke, it was written. Speaking into authority. Into this world with the authority of the word of God. Speaking with authority in his flesh. Here in the world. With the authority of God's word. He said it was written. No, for it is written. Excuse me. Shutting the devil down again. Letting him know I will not worship you. Nor serve you. In this text, Jesus put the devil in his place, which is behind him. He spoke in authority of the word of God. He addressed the devil after. He addressed the devil's offer. With the word of God. Stating. Thou shalt worship the Lord God, and him only shalt thou serve. Jesus also checked the devil at this point. He not only told him to get in his place, but he would only worship God, and God only will he serve. In this text, he let the devil know that he was not here to serve himself, or nothing or anyone else. But God's purpose. He's not here to worship himself. Or any. Or anyone else. Anything or anyone else. But God's. But God. And that was period. When it came to Christ. When you know that the devil is out to steal, kill, lie and destroy. All it takes is one moment at the devil's table. All it takes is one decision. All it takes is one choice that can destroy your family, reputation, marriage, credibility, and more. Being deceived to live in the moment can have you living in regret for a lifetime. By the time you realize dealing with the devil only ends with a sharp point of a knife in your back. For he is the father of lies. He's a trickster. You will never win. Even when you think you win, you lose. He has a track record of being all up in people's ear. He has a track record of deceiving. Doing any kind of dealings with the devil, you are sure to lose. Remember the countless many in the word. When given into Satan. He has deceived them and tooking the most. Esau sold his birthright for a bowl of beans. Men and women, married couples, sell out family and their children for a one night stand. Leading to a lifetime of regret and pain. For a moment. Judas sold his soul for 30 pieces of silver. Akan lost his life 
over a Babylonian garment. Samson lost his strength to a deceitful woman. The list can go on. How many situations have the devil made you feel so comfortable to do wrong? But by the time that you came to your senses, the the damage was done. He had already ensnared you. How many of us do not learn our lesson the first time? We have to continue to go back through it over and over. Just because we tried to take the shortcut. The detour. The devil gets in our ear to deceive us. He may get in the ear of your family. A family member, a friend, a co-worker. Either or. Anyone. But recognizing his voice from your own. Can keep you in the battle. Standing on the word of God. And his commandments and his precepts. And his guidance. Can keep you. And teach you. He can give you the gift of discernment. To know when the enemy is coming. Or when you are speaking with the enemy. And last, misusing God's promises. Luke 4, 9 through 11. We can't continue to take God's blessings and promises for granted. We're not able to receive the promises and blessings and protection we are when we are willingly to sin against him. Willingly doing it before his eyes. And think that we can deceive him to run for help. The problem would be our own fault for we are not being faithful. But we think we can abuse the promises of God. That we can abuse the authority of God. But Luke 4, 9, 11 says that he brought him up to Jerusalem and set him on a pentacle at the at a pentacle of the temple. And said, if thou be the son of God, throw thyself down from here. For it is written, he shall give his angels charge over thee. To keep thee. And in their hands they shall bear thee. Up, lest he dash thy foot on a stone. Be not deceived, the devil will put you in life or death situations. To cause you to provoke God. To curse God. To break your faith. To test your trust in God. More so your faith. He will even use the word to deceive you. He will speak the word in partiality. To cause you to sin. And Psalms 91, 11, 12, God's word tells us. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep you. In all your ways they shall bear thee up in their hands. Least thou foot be dashed against a stone. The devil left out God has given angels not only have charge over us. But to keep us in all our ways. For God has angels guiding us. Even though we may stumble, we shall not fall. For he is amazing. His mercy endure forever. Jesus has set up these guidelines. To show us the traps that the devil tried to put him in. That we will encounter generations, generations after generations after generations later. That we have no excuse. Why? We were not stronger. 
We have to study and prove ourselves right in the word. But we have to know that we have to activate the authority in us. Faith as a mustard seed when moving mulberry tree. Bush. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we declare and decree your blessing over our life. The authority in which you have given us. We thank you, Lord, for your salvation and your grace and your mercy. Father God, we thank you for remission of our sins. We thank you for the strength to carry our cross daily, Lord. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for removing the enemy from us. We thank you for covering us in the blood of Jesus. We thank you for fighting our battles. We thank you for providing every need. For you are God and God alone. Father God, strengthen us in your word and in your will. Guide us, God, and lead us and protect us. Forgive us for the moments we are short. And we fall short. But receive us, Father God. In thy word and in thy will. Bring us up in thy word and thy will. And protect us with thy angels. Give way. Unto thy Holy Spirit. That he may speak to us and through us. And guide us daily. Out of the path of destruction. Out of the hands of the enemy. Out of the stronghold of the enemy. Father God we rebuke. Every plan of the devil. We cast. The devil out of our homes, out of our children, out of our minds, out of our relationships, out of our finances. We plead the blood of Jesus over our home, over our children, over our finances, over our minds, over our relationships and our friendships. Over our health. In the mighty name of Jesus, we give you the glory and the praise. The glory and the praise for you are God and God alone. El Shaddai. Elohim. We thank you for everything that you have done, that you are doing, that is to come in our lives. We thank you for life today. We thank you for keeping us through the night. Glory be to the kingdom of heaven. Glory be to the kingdom of heaven for you are God and God alone. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Allow this message to reach whomever it was meant to reach. Let it pierce their hearts, Father God, and saturate their spirit. Let them to know that you are with them and that you are guiding them. And that you have equipped them with the instructions on how to make it daily. That your grace falls upon us. Remove the wedge. Break every chain, every bond, and every yoke, Father God, over our families, our minds, our behaviors. We give you the glory and the praise, and we thank you, Lord. For this is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Give God. Give God the praise. Amen. You got to give God the praise for everything that he saved you from. For everything that he brought you through. For everything that he's keeping you through right now. Everything that he is making a way for you right now. Lift your arms and give him the praise and the glory. For feeding you. Keeping you. Guiding you daily. Get the devil out of your ear. Get him out of your ear. It can come in a girlfriend. It can come in a boyfriend. It can come in a homeboy or a homegirl. It can come on the job. It can come in your wife. It can come in your husband. It can come in your children. But you got to stand in the authority of God and tell the devil you are a liar. Get thee behind me. Tell not the child of God. Cast him back into the gates of hell from which he came. Abide in the word of God. Strengthen yourself 
and the word of God that you may fight the spiritual battles. That you may fight and stand in every test and trial of temptation. Let not the devil deceive you. <laughs> 